all the drink, turn it to reality, double cup of rain, uh, let me get a one-way ticket, I've been picked a destination, I was trying to catch a train before I had to leave the station, packing no bags, nothing but the clothes on my back with a cognac, let me sip it, trying to relax, red wine up in my glass, plus filet mignon, I got an army right up under me, I'm gang as con, yeah, it's me against the world, I guess I'll take them on, I might stop and see my girl, but I ain't staying long, what if I'm gone? This is the Keezy Hardaway Podcast, and uh, since Friday, uh, we all know of the untimely death of Mac Miller, only 26 years old, and um, I've st- I still been trying to process it. I mean, how can somebody so talented at 26 years old uh, pass away? But that just goes to show you with success, your, your demons just, your personal demons just get amplified more. And that sucks. We all thought that he conquered his demons and he was able to uh, beat addiction and go to rehab and relapse, which he was very vocal about. He relapsed plenty of times, but he always was going on the right path of trying to get sober and becoming sober and putting on music. But damn, 26 years old, I still can't get over that. Like It's been fucking with me all this whole weekend and this past week until today. And I just been listening to his music, listening to his music, and I'm I'm gonna honestly say after Macadelic, and then um, I kind of fell off on Mac Miller. I always knew he is good, he's talented. I saw him in concert after Best Day Ever dropped, and he put on an amazing show with Wiz. And I've always liked his music. He's always was entertaining to me, hilarious. He could he could flow. He had, he had bars. He was. He mixed it up, did a, did a bunch of different songs. He just had a lot of variety. He, and you can tell from the beginning he was talented from Mackey's On My Feet. I, I still haven't got a chance to hear his very first mixtape, Easy Does It or Easy Mac. And I'm trying to look for it. I'm going to go back on. I'm going to go on that piff and try to find it and listen to it. But I, I never heard Delusional Thomas, that mixtape, and I never heard Faces till today. And um, I'm going to say after Macadelic. I, I listen to Macadelic, which I think to me personally is his his best mixtape to me. And um, when he draw when he came around summer twenty thirteen, that's when Yeezus was coming out. That's when J Cole was dropping Born Center, and Mac Miller still, you know, with no no, he didn't really care who was dropping the day. He dropped his his second uh, debut album, uh, music. Watching movies with the sound off, but before I get into that album, before I get into where I got lost in the shuffle of Mac Miller, I want to take it back to Kids. When Kids came, Kids came out of nowhere. I honestly, I knew I was already rocking with Wiz from Pittsburgh, and I, uh, growing up, I've always been on forums like Nike Talk, and they, they somebody, somebody dropped the thing on of Wiz, and then I saw him on Two Dope Boys, then I saw him on Smash, I saw him on Real Talk and Y dot Net, and. I, I came across the mixtape and I downloaded it off this uh, legal website I used to go to. Not, it's not illegal, but a website that used to host uh, leak mixtapes and leak albums. They used to leak all the albums early, which was called rapgodfathers.com. 
and I downloaded Kids, and I was like, what? I mean, it, it was you were, it was already off, off the rip Kids, you know, off the movie, which is a classic. If you haven't gone and seen it, please go out there and buy it, download it, stream it, wherever you're going to see it. It's, it's a classic. Uh, it's, a t- it's, it's very good. You know, the storyline, the acting, it's it's basically a day in the life of kids in New York, and a lot of fuckery goes on, a lot of sh- crazy shit goes on, so check it out, please. But the mixtape drop, kids. Nike's on my feet. Knock, knock. Uh, fuck, man. Uh, a lot of songs on that shit. I have to go on Wikipedia right now and just name the songs I remember. But that came out in the summer of 2010. I was like, who the, who the fuck is this young-ass white kid? Like, he has my attention. I really want to see what he's going to do next. And a couple months ago later, he drops Best Day Ever. And that, he just he just went he just went ham on that. He had Just Blaze, he had Fonte, he had Wiz Khalifa. He had Donald Trump before Donald Trump. I'm not saying before Donald Trump, but he had a hit song called Donald Trump, which was not referencing the racist, bigot president we have now in the White House. But it was just saying he was going to get big as Donald Trump and make as much money as Donald Trump, which it, beca- it became a smash. Smash shit number one on YouTube. It went, it went everywhere. And then that that mixtape, you know, it burned for a little bit until he finally, finally dropped his uh, debut album, which is Blue Slide Park. And that album to me, it had a, it had some good songs, but it just it didn't resonate with me personally. It just felt like an album, like putting on an album. You know, it went number one, the first number one album, independent album to go, to go number one, and went number one. And since Snoop Dogg and I think the Dog Pound. Um, it it just felt empty. I mean, uh, it wasn't it was it wasn't Wiz that I knew you know from Kids and uh, Best Day Ever. It just was an album Wiz, and I, I I'm trying to figure out he wasn't really sure what to do with his his music. Like he didn't know what direction he wanted to take. So Blue Slide Park dropped, and then I've always known Wiz to be smoking weed, smoking weed, and I honestly didn't think he did anything else or he he dealt with issues. But on Macadelic, when that dropped in 2012, that was like, here I am, I'm sipping perp, I'm sipping lean, double cup me. And that album just had a whole different direction from Blue Slide Park. It had more trap sound, it had some soulful samples, and it had, um, the the production was way more vivid and it was way more better than Blue Slide Park. And, what's up, Papa? I'm, I'm doing a podcast real quick. Give me a besito. Go play. All right, you don't want to play it. <laughs> but, um, so Macadella came out, and that had Kendrick, Juicy J, Lil Wayne, uh, Mikey Rocks. Um, that just was a great mixtape all together from the beginning to end. And that that's the that's the mixtape I've been playing back-to-back this whole, since his death. I've just been banging that back-to-back. Then that album comes out, you know, goes on tour, and everything's, uh, you know, his career's taking off. He's doing, uh, he's doing features, he's doing verses with other other rappers. He's making making money, and then he drops watching movies with the sound off, which was pitted against Yeezus and J Cole. And honestly, he did good. He he did he fared well against the two. Uh, I want to say J Cole was a juggernaut at that point, but against Yeezus. You know, Jesus was a simplistic album from Kanye, right after the birth of his daughter. And then, from then, I didn't really hear it from Wiz. I mean, 
it came out, but I didn't listen to it like that. Like I heard a couple songs, but it was a it was a a, a very easy pass for me. I just wasn't rocking with it. It just wasn't my vibe. Right, right about that time, that's when Migos were coming out. Migos were getting high. Uh, I was fucking with Future. I was uh, Young Thug, Gucci Man, and that album it passed. And then I didn't even know he dropped Delusional Thomas. Oh, I didn't even know he dropped Faces. But when he dropped Good Good AM, uh, I gave him another shot, and I uh, I liked it. I was rocking with it. But then again, music comes and goes. I was just I just let it pass. And then he dropped the Define Feminist or Feminism. Um, and that one was also good. It had a couple of good songs, but I just wasn't checking for it. it. Just wasn't. It wasn't for me. And I see his interviews all the time. I find him. Uh, he was very energetic, jovial. He just was a lot of fun. He just seemed like a, a cool guy just to hang around with, like everybody's friend. Cool with everybody, from the stoners to the hipsters to the trap dudes. He just was. He just had that charisma about him. And then. Swimming dropped against this year, 2018. Swimming dropped against YG and Astro World, and I was hyped for Astro World. And uh, I didn't hear none of the singles off of Swimming, so I just I once again I let it, whatever. Like you know, Mac Miller put out an album, and I heard a couple of songs, and I just wasn't, I guess I wasn't in the mood or anything like that. But so he passed away from a apparent drug overdose, you know, cardiac arrest. And the first thing I had to do was pull up that swimming and just give it, like, honestly give it a, a thorough listen. And I'm disappointed in myself that I really didn't give it a chance off the rip just because I was so hyped on on Travis Scott and YG. But, damn, this album is good. From the themes to the, to the lyrics to the production, it just was the whole, the whole package. Like, you couldn't ask for a better well-put album together. Without features, without uh, super producers on it. It just was a genuinely good album. And you could hear the pain. You could hear him struggling with sober, his sobriety on these tracks. And I gotta say, if anybody out there, you know, honestly, go check this out. Check out this this Mac Miller album, Swimming, right? This is the Keezy Hardaway Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, send me an email or t- tweet or Facebook anything but uh yeah this is the keezy hardway podcast our rest in power mac miller